Yo, 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 and welcome back to the Banter Boys Podcast. My name is Sanji, with me is Kendall. How are you doing, boy? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. How are you? It's feeling like deja vu, man. <laughs> Mic check one, two. Take two, take two. Yeah, this is like the second time we're chatting Newcastle. Uh, we had some tech issues, but you know, it's sorted. So no need to stress too much. So... Before we get started, I don't want to ruin the surprise, so I'm going to let Kendall do his thing. Fan introduction. Tell us who you are, your Twitter handle, the club that you're representing today, where you're from, and a little bit about what you do. Yeah, so my name's Kendall. Uh, I live in the States, in North Carolina. Uh, Twitter handle is Realcoholics. Club Allegiance is the mighty Newcastle. Uh, where I do, uh, I work for a, a roofing company. Um, and then coach a little bit on the side and play a little bit on the side. So, All right. So, listeners, welcome back to another Inside Tracks fan series episode. Uh, basically, what we've been doing is interviewing one of the 20 clubs in the Premier League. So, basically, fans that support these clubs and they also play the fan tracks game. Uh, so, general template for this is... We have three sections. We have a bit of a discussion. We talk about impact of new managers slash ownership, uh, previous season performance versus new season's expectations, old system versus new system. So basically looking at new transfers, uh, expected formation and starting 11, impact of AFCON slash Asian Cup, and obviously we're going to talk fan tracks. We're going to get Kendall's first pick, next three picks, and at least one hidden gem from Newcastle. Then we'll round things off by picking his brain as an experienced fan tracks manager in our community. Community. We're going to look at whether he does uh, draft pick trading, uh, how he spends his fab, and just, you know, advice and lessons learned over the past few seasons. All right, let's get started. Uh, before we do, Kendall, I'm going to do this like I did last time, you know. <laughs> I forgot about the best part of this whole thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's go, man. Let's go. Yeah, man. Newcastle in the Champions League, bro. Congratulations, honestly. You, you guys, you guys fucking smashed it last season. I mean, to do a quick recap Killed for it. for the fans, um, before I, I let you do your spiel about manager and ownership, um. Yeah, I, I mean, top four, right? Uh, I think you tied on goals against, like lowest goals against in the league with Manchester City. Um, same manager, same ownership. Um, so I, I'm not sure, like, is there anything else that maybe the average football fan isn't aware of? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think just front of stuff. Um, a bunch of moves. Dan Eels came in as the, uh, which is a pretty big one. Uh, came from Atlanta United, but um, you know I think one of the big things with him, especially, was fan engagement um, and how he with the fans down in Atlanta, the MLS. Um, and even when we came across uh, to the states this year and played in Atlanta, um, the stadium is is pretty incredible. It holds like seventy thousand plus, and you know they heard uh, you know they heard a bunch about it. But Keith Downey specifically put, he, he started doing a little YouTube podcast vlog of it. And he even he was like, holy shit, I can't believe this place. Um, and where I was kind of going with this was, <coughs> yeah, Eagles got this place uh, on, so it gets 50, 60, sometimes 70 plus. Um, so I'm hoping that stuff like that will, will start to continue or start to, happen at Newcastle and I think they're even building like a little fan zone outside of the stadium now so I think that's that's going to be one of the biggest ones but other than that not really much a, a few little pieces here and there backroom staff and whatnot but I think that's the biggest one can we expect uh more uh Jason Tindall attention next season uh I don't know they just came out with the Jason Tindall rule so oh uh, I think I'm watching the the Community Shield game right now. I think Arteta already got in trouble for running outside of his little box. So I think they're trying to keep Tyndall Tyndall on the sidelines, man, in, in the little in the seat. 
Yeah, it, it's so funny how much this guy just pops up out of nowhere. But I mean, anyhow, talks about it. I think they're cool. Uh, it's the it's their relationship, right? And whatever it brought them success. It'd be interesting if it does affect results. But I, I don't think I don't think so. I think that's maybe overthinking it a slight bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only other thing now that I think of it um, is they did a uh, prime. A uh, little documentary that should be coming out, I think, on the 11th or the 14th, something like that. Um, so if you have Amazon Prime, uh, you can check that out. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll definitely do that. Um, so in terms of uh, like doing a recap, what I uh, when I listened to last season's uh, Inside Tracks episode, uh, you told me you know you you stopped watching games because it is hard to to be a Newcastle fan. You were always expecting a loss. That was me last season. I mean, I'm a Chelsea fan, and I was fucking miserable all the time. But you did have an expectation coming into the season where you expected top four and a cup run, and you got exactly what you wished for. Yeah, I should have placed money on all that. <laughs> I should have placed you, a lot you, of money on. You got to give me that. some lottery numbers, bro. Like we would have been, we would have been doing this in person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on like a yacht or something, man. Um, now I'm honestly shocked uh, from that whole, whole scenario. Um, did not really expect top four. Uh, it was more based on the previous from January to the end of the season. Uh, where I think we were like second in the league, if you just snip out that timetable. Um, but cup run, we just got lucky. I think that's part of the cup, cup runs in general, uh, is just getting lucky and getting your draw and getting home games versus away games. I mean, the team we lost to, I'm not even going to mention their name, but I think they had seven straight cup home games um, in that competition. So just to give you an idea of how lucky you can yeah, I mean, St. James's Park is a fortress, right? Um, what yes. an atmosphere, yeah. man, honestly. Um, in, in terms of maybe new season's expectations, uh, both league finish, and I know this is like purely EPL pod stuff, but what's your expectations in Champions League as well? Champions League? Um, it's funny, I just did like a little Champions League draw, and if we get the group... That my that I just picked, which was B, uh, PSG, Real Madrid, Dynamo Zagreb, and and then us. I would not get out of that group. I don't oh think. come on! Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I, I think that we, depending on who we get in the group, we can get out. Um, if not, at least finish third and get into the Europa, and then make a run in the Europa. Um, from the EPL perspective, top six, I don't think is unquestionable. Um, with some of our signings um, that we've had this year, so that's—I'll say that's my prediction. Uh, get out of the group in Champions League. If not, finish third, going to going to run maybe semifinals for Europa and six in the league. But do you think it's too much to ask for a trophy next season? Domestically, I think it's possible. What? Which one? Mm, I don't know. Maybe, maybe another Carabao Cup or EFL. I don't know. FA Cup type. Nah. Yeah, I guess you need luck of Possible. the draw sort of situation for those, right? Yeah, you know, it's it's like I said, it's getting those home home matches, especially versus um, the lower division team. Um, I think we got knocked out by Sheffield at Sheffield, in one of these. Uh, competitions last year and it's just going to their stadiums on Tuesdays Wednesday nights are, is just tough so yeah 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 true alright uh, let's touch on some transfers uh, let's look as far back as the previous summer window um, and we talk about some assets that are fan tracks relevant in the sense uh, Nick Pope um, hashtag I mean good transfer from Burnley hashtag yeah, Nick really Pope, nice guy. Hashtag Nick Pope. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, are, are you happy with his performance? I mean, he had um, one or two mad moments, like, uh, what was it, getting sent off yep. in the semifinal in of the, the cup? Semifinals. Right? That, yeah, that killed us. Uh, I don't think that it would have made a huge difference um, in the final. Um, but, yeah, that, that was a silly moment. Uh, it wasn't necessary. 
Um, for Pantrax purposes, I think he finished fourth overall as a goalie in the goalie category, so I'm uh, pretty good. Okay. Um, but you know, the difference between second and sixth is pretty minuscule. Um, yeah. So, but definitely a, an asset to have. Um, he's going to play every single game for the most part, unless injuries. But which round do you typically go for goalkeepers? Uh, really somewhere in between, you know, 14, 15, 16. Just kind of depends on how the rest of my draft is played out. I usually don't go early, um, unless I really want a goalie or something. But, um, somewhere the later rounds, usually. Yeah, I think okay. that's just where the, the value really is. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I and it's also like why waste an earlier pick when you can get out, good outfielders, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Matty Target uh, coming in from Aston Villa. Um, yeah, I I think he ate too much Nutella at Aston Villa and he like <laughs> got discarded from there or something. Because like I remember like Ishmael Lassar like absolutely roasted this guy, man. Uh, he just basically got dropped off. But. I don't know, like, what what do you think his role at Newcastle will be if he's still there? Uh, I think rotational player. I think Dan Byrne is still taking that spot. Um, uh, talking about, like, a, a, another signing that I think we'll get to a little bit later, but uh, the left or right back from Southampton. Uh, we just signed. Um, <clears throat> could he be playing? A little bit for Trippier, he could be playing a little bit for Burn, but I think he's going to be more of a rotational player, some cup runs, um, maybe a Champions League like game five, game six, if we've already kind of qualified, um, just to kind of keep people fresh. Um, that's, that's going to be the main part of the whole season is how Eddie manages all of the different players because it's not going to be like last season where you can just basically the same 14 15 players the whole season you have to, you're going to have to rotate um, yeah so he's definitely going to have a role i would just keep an eye out for when he starts okay all right uh next player sven botman what a signing what a signing uh top five top six center backs in the epl right now i mean not from a fan track scoring perspective no. but a real life perspective, yeah. uh, the the impact that he has, that he had last season. Yes, I would say he's definitely up there. I mean, in terms of potential and what you'd expect from all centre backs, I think that's a different debate for a different day, maybe. Yeah, not true. Uh, from a fan track's perspective, I can see that. Uh, uh, I don't know where he exactly finished. I mean, Char finished what third overall. Uh, no, it was Trippier that fit. Oh, no. Overall for defenders. Yeah. yeah. Overall for defenders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think Shar was definitely up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think definitely an asset to have. Maybe 7th round to 10th round. Trying to find You're not worried about the last of ghost points, though? Nah, nah. It's tough. Everybody everybody goes for the, you know, the wide players. I for defenders specifically, I try to either find players that get clean sheets, um, which I think we had the most clean sheets in the EPL last year, um, or no, I think Uni- Manchester United did, didn't they? they? I thought uh, De Gea got um, Golden Glove. I'm not, man, I don't, I don't exactly remember. Um, it said Nick Pope had 14, Ramsdale had 14. I don't know if that Allison had 14. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe so. Who knows? Don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyways, he's gonna he's gonna play every game. So if you want to just sit and forget, he may not get you you know, a ton of points. And Newcastle scores a goal. Avi Bonzi. So, oh, nice. Yeah, I'm watching our uh, our little friendly right now versus Villarreal. So, um, so so Botman was 15th, I think, for defenders. There you go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. definitely an asset to have. Um. Yeah, like okay, I said, it's eight, seventh, eight, eighth round, somewhere in there. Okay, all right. Uh, last name I want to touch on from that summer window, Alexander Isak. Yo, this man is a baller. Yeah, go and grab him as early as you can. Go and grab him as early as you can. I wouldn't say, you know, maybe late late first round, early second, somewhere in there. Um, I'd put him ahead of 
players like Nkunku. Um, Agreed. Foden, I'd put him in front of. Yeah. Um, Matoma Nunez, I don't know. Yeah. I'd probably put him right. If you can't get Watkins, go get Isak. If you can't get Isak, go get Watkins. That's basically where I'm, I'm putting those two kind of right next to each other. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Where, where does Callum Wilson fall into all of this, by the way? Uh, again, I think it's going to be interesting on, on how, how Eddie manages this. Um, they can play together, which they showed last year. Um, which one starts over the other? Maybe they start together. I think the the tough part with Wilson is his injury history. Mm. But if he's on the field, he's taking penalties um, over Isak. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. just kind of keep that in mind when you think about you know, drafting him over another forward. Um, because he does take the penalties. I mean, I'd kind of put him in that range of, you know, maybe where I don't know how high people know Roberts or Sterling, but I'd say you know fourth, fourth round, fifth round, um, is where I'd start to get into the Callum Wilson range. And there's not a lot of forwards um, compared to previous years. Um, yeah. So how's Callum looked in preseason, by the way? Uh, looked pretty good. He hasn't got a ton of times. Here he is right now on the ball. Got to score a goal. Nah, no goal. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think he's done, he's done pretty well. I think he's kind of taken it. He doesn't look like he's trying as hard as he probably would in the EPL. Taking it a little, little easy. I mean, I think he is shoot turning thirty two this year. Um, or so. So he's, he's, he's up there in age, so he's got to kind of, um, you know, take a little easy. Uh, 31. He'll be 32 in February. So, yeah, I mean, okay. he'll, um, he'll, he'll definitely have a part to play, definitely an asset to have. Just, again, kind of, kind of the same thing of target a little bit. Um, when he plays, start him. You know, if he's not, you need a forward, I'd still maybe start him. Because you know he's going to come on. That's the thing. I think he's going to get in every single game that he can. Okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it'll be very curious to see how Eddie Howe kind of balances um, his minutes across Champions League and EPL, like who he prioritizes, even with Isak, right? Um, because yeah. Isak, he had a knock, uh, was out for a little while, but then I feel like he came back stronger and maybe a bit more fit than last time. So... It'll, it'll be interesting to to see, and yeah, definitely. I think Isak is worth the gamble. Um, early second round. If he falls late second round, absolute steal, yeah. in my opinion. But um, all right, let's move on to the January window. Then uh, only one name I really want to touch on. Anthony Gordon came in from Everton. Um, there was I think there was like a lot of hype around him, especially. We saw um, not only his impacts at Everton, but Fantrax output as well. And he looks good, but I'm concerned about, you know, his rotation with Barnes and Miggy, who are on fire in preseason. So what are your thoughts about Gordon? Uh, I'm looking at my draft um, that I'm still currently in, the slow draft uh, in the community league. And he just went uh, third pick in the 11th round. I'd oh, wow. probably yeah. Uh, I'd probably say that's a steal for that round, um, or for where that is. I'd probably put him in the eight nine range. Um, I don't know. Again, it, for me, it's one of these things where look, if you've already got four midfielders, go and get him as your fifth rotational player, because that's essentially what he's going to be at Newcastle. There are going to be some games again where he comes in and plays. You know, maybe there was a tough game in the um, in the Champions League on like a, on a Wednesday, and we've got an early Saturday game. He may play that game. Um, same with a Wilson, or you know, vice versa with a Barnes or an Isak. Um, but I think the the better players and the top players that you're going to want to pick on the Newcastle team are going to the UCL games. Um, so good rotational player. Um, definitely has an attacking presence to him. Um, and had a great stellar uh, U21 Euro, um, which I think he got in the tournament. So 
I think he's definitely something something to pick up. And again, I think 11th round, third overall is really, really good value for him. Is there a particular player from Newcastle you might handcuff Anthony Gordon with? Barnes. I think those two are going to be kind of rotating. Okay. Or if, or if uh, you've got a Miggy. Yeah, I don't... See, I don't know. I think Barnes and Gordon are going to be the ones rotating. Uh, okay. I think Miggy and Murphy are going to be the ones rotating. Okay. Yep. All right. That's very useful. Thank you. Um, so let's move to the current window then. Um, before we get to the two main players to talk about, uh, I think there was a new one that came through, Jan Kuba Minte from Odense. Uh, do you know anything about this person? Is this a youth did, player? When did this happen? Jan I, I, Kuba Minte. Very, very, very new. I just saw it on the um, 18-year-old Gambia forward from the Danish league. Hmm. So I'm assuming he's uh, a, just like depth and also like a future player. Yeah, I would... Probably say that. Uh, you're probably right. Um, okay. Yeah, I didn't even know that this happened. Um, looks like he is loaned out to Fanord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, um, the, for the next season, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he made seventeen like... appearances for um for the Danish um huh? like team like the team in the Danish league uh, scored four goals, six assists. It's pretty good returns, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'll take yeah. that. Oh, I will take so, that any day, man. Yeah, definitely. One for uh, Dynasty one, Leagues. One for, the, one for Dynasty Yeah, I haven't done that. I, have you dabbled in any of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time. <laughs> playing one of the first time this season. My, my strategy was definitely not Dynasty friendly because everyone else was like going, you know, first pick like Declan Rice, Phil Foden, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, Bruno Fernandes, bro. I'm just trying <laughs> to win this season. Like, I'll I'll stress about like dynasty in like a couple of years. There you like, go. yeah, I would say that's that's probably a good move. Um, for for that type of style, I don't know. Do you get to pick keep everybody, and then? Uh, so we draft like 20 players to start. Uh, you have to have at least three under 23 players. Uh, and then uh, we'll have a waiver window where you add five additional players. So you got like a 25-man roster. Oh, um, but I think all leagues are de- definitely different. It depends on how y- what rules you have put out. Because um, I think like we've got an under-21 rule at one point. Like There's a lot of rules that uh, I honestly don't remember all of it. I just did the bare minimum, which was get three under-23 players, kept them in, and then just drafted to just win the season. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about, right? That's what it's all I just about. Want the, I just want those dubs, man. Yeah, just those I dubs. just want the dubs. I hear you. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool, though. Um, no, I would say that, yeah, one for the future, especially in, in that type of league, um, for okay. sure. Okay. All right. So let's talk about these two big names. Uh, first one, Sandro Tonali, coming in from AC Milan. Uh, How has he looked in preseason, and is he a nailed starter, you think? Um, so he's looked... He looked a little off off pace and just not accustomed to the English uh, speed of the English game yet. Um, I think it'll definitely happen. Um, give it a, a month. Give it until September or so. Um, he also hasn't been playing with, you know, for the, for the most part. Uh, yesterday in our friendly, he's playing against, we're playing with two youngsters. I mean, he looked a little slow. Um so, you know, it's, that's kind of been his preseason, um, but that's everybody's preseason, right? So I think once you get him in the middle with a Bruno and a Jolinton or a Willock or even a Longstaff or, you know, the first team, real first team players, he's going to succeed a lot more. Um, but I would say definitely draft him, you know, maybe sixth round. Um, <laughs> and then just kind of hold on to him and wait. Um, and... Play him when he starts. Uh, I don't know at the beginning what his impact's going to be. I don't think it's going to be like a Bruno when he came in and just lit the whole world on fire. Um, I don't think it's going to be that type of thing. But I do think that, especially come October, November, December, he's going to be playing every single game. Um, Points-wise, uh, I don't know if he's a goal scorer, the link type midfield. Um, from a fan perspective, so. So I, I I haven't watched all of the preseason games or whatnot, but 
Uh, in my head, I'm assuming uh, Tonali's the guy that stays back, lets the other midfielder next to him go forward because Elliot Anderson's been playing a lot, getting a lot of attacking returns in preseason. So I'm wondering if that gives Bruno G the freedom to room forward. And we know what fucking class he is yeah. being up front, right? Connecting the play, setting up guys like Miggy to make runs and stuff like that. So I wonder if Bruno G's value increases now. It, I, I think overall... Uh, all of the midfielders' values increased. There hasn't been, when I've watched our, our team play, there isn't a, those three in the midfield don't, what I've seen is they, they do tend to stick to their specific positions on a right-sided, this, left-sided, this, sitting back. But they're also, they also know each other's positions and where they're supposed to be. And so there is times in which they will just, because of the pace of play and how the game's going, they will rotate. And one may play, Jolinta may play a six for a five-minute stretch, ten-minute stretch, and et cetera. So they're all kind of rotating, constantly rotating. And so you may see, uh, you know, a Bruto that frees up a Bruno, but it may also free up Tonali. It may free up a Jolinta. It may free up whoever it is because uh, they, they all kind of rotate within that system so i don't think that there's a quote set position for them yes there is technically but when you watch it it's more of like a five aside type of system in in which positionally players rotate so i think again it it just boosts all of all of the midfielders whoever is starting i think is just the best you just add one more elite talent to the to the mix Okay, uh, so next name uh, that we wanted to talk about was Harvey Barnes coming in from Leicester City. Quite a good acquisition, I think, for you guys. You kind of, well, I wouldn't say you lacked goals, but it always helps to have a, an additional goal threat, right? Um, coming in off the left. We know that was Isak um, while Wilson was playing up central. But I think when Isak was playing central, you did miss that goal threat coming yeah, off the left. Definitely. And to add... What was it? Thirteen, thirteen goals, uh, to the side. That's huge. Um, yeah. yeah. As much as I loved watching ASM, I'm gonna miss him dearly. But yeah. uh, adding goals over Flair any day of the week. Um, I mean, now you've got a right winger that scored eleven, a left winger that scored thirteen, I think, mm. um, and then a striker that had twenty or nineteen. And the other striker, I mean, you're talking, I get, what, 40 goals between the top three and the one coming off the bench? Bef- before you had, you know, now you got 40 goals, before you had 30, 27. So adding that is huge. Uh, from a fan track's perspective, go and pick him up. I think he's going to be the starting left winger for the squad uh, for the most part. Um, third round, fourth round is where I would try to target him. Uh, maybe fifth round would be a steal. Um, I don't know where he went in my draft. I'm trying to find him. But definitely somebody to go and pick up. For sure. Okay. Lovely. Uh, are there any other names or assets you want to touch on before we move on to the next point of discussion? Yeah, so I think uh, Miggy is kind of falling out. Ooh, another goal from Jolinta. There you go, wow. Jolinta. What was this goal? Jo- yo, like? jo- Jojo is still up there, man, as an asset. I feel like he's still being a bit underrated. Like I think people so are too, like, man. you know, skeptical still, but the guy keeps doing it. He keeps doing it, and man, what Eddie Howe has turned it turned that guy into is <laughs> just unbelievable. Um, what a midfielder! He he reminds me of a Modiame. Adam. You remember Modiame? He played, I think, for West Ham a little bit, and then for yeah. Newcastle. And he was just a force. I mean, he's just a huge, yeah. strong body. Um, and that's 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 this guy, man. I think there's one that, you know, I would start looking at. Um, oh, just fucking banger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, so I think he's definitely one that. Um, Keep your eye out. Try to get him. 
you know, maybe a little earlier. Um, I think in ours, he went fifth round, third overall. And the other name that I was going to mention was Miggy. When in my draft, he went seventh round, 11th overall. Um, so those two names I, w- I would keep an eye on um, specifically. Okay. All right. All right. Um, cool. So let's talk about expected formation and starting 11 then. Uh, if the season's starting tomorrow, which it feels like it is, um, because it <laughs> it's only a few it days does. away. I know. Who's, who's, uh, rolling out for you? What formation are we going to see? So I think the back, fo- I think you're going to see a 4 3 3, um, especially at the beginning. Um, same back four essentially as last year, uh, that you got every single game. Which is Pope in the back, Trippier, Shar, Botman, and then you're going to see Dan Byrne on the left. Um, then at the beginning, I want to say you're going to see Tonali, Bruno, Jolinton. You may see Elliot Anderson plopped in there, or Longstaff. I don't think that Willick is healthy yet, um, but I do think that yeah, you're going to see. Longstaff, um, which is who's starting today. Uh, you're going to see Longstaff, Bruno, and Jolinton in the middle. Um, so, yeah, I think that that definitely could be where it was, just to have some similarity of what it was last season. Um, and then acro- across the front, uh, Miggy, uh, Wilson or Isak, and then Barnes. Um, I think it's going to okay. be essentially a combination of those four. Uh, okay. All right, so. all right. Uh, who would you say gets the Barnes most minutes? Scores a goal. Oh man, this again. Is just, this is just like I said. Go, guys... go get, go get, go get Barnes, guys. Is, is is that his second goal for the game? That's or something? the second of the game. Yep. Jesus. Assist from Wilson. Yeah. Wow! 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 I mean, out out of those front four, right? Who do you think gets the most minutes? Because uh, if I'm drafting any asset, I ideally don't want to be stressing about the starting lineup Ooh. and you know the green ticks and all that shit. Damn, that's a good question, man. Um, to be honest with you, I would probably say Miggy, and I and I say that not because I think he he's the best fantasy asset of the three of the four of the four, but I say that because the dude doesn't stop running and never gets hurt. So it, it's very tough to replace. And, and when he's in a form like he is right now or was last year, it's really hard to drop a player like that. I mean, the work rate. And now he's producing goals. Like, you can't drop that. So I, I would say from a time perspective, definitely Mickey. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Okay, so let us finally touch on AFCON slash Asian Cup. Y'all are some lucky bastards. We are. Because uh, <laughs> you're not affected <laughs> in any shape, way, or form. And I love it. It's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Anyways, all right, let, let's jump into the fan track side of things cool. then. I think this is what everyone's here for. Uh, who's the first pick from Newcastle? Uh, I know a lot of people are going with trips. But I honestly think that Isak would be my first pick. Um, yeah, Tripper ears. But so, um, but Trippier took over a hundred corners last season, yo. Yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> we finally scored on one in preseason. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, nah, it's, it's tough. I mean, he's definitely one of the best assets especially defensively um i don't know i think it's it's one of those two for me it's just a toss-up of one of those two it depends on where your 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 pick is what's available to you but trippier isak are kind of in that same realm i mean if you've got 12 um and you want to stack newcastle players maybe go trippier isak all right all right um by the way uh man city just scored against arsenal yeah who was that kid Cole Palmer, Cole Palmer. He's a dynasty pick, I'd say. I draft, I picked him up as a free agent in the last game week of last season. Helped me win a title. So I'm gonna go and find this kid and draft him. <laughs> <laughs> that was a rip right there, man. Uh, KDB assist as well. So I mean, KDB is back, yo. Damn. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's back. He's back. I think if he's a first if he's available first round, you gotta grab him, right? Cole Palmer? Yeah. Well, I'm not kidding. Come on, buddy. <laughs> I know we talk a lot of shit, but huh. <laughs> you, you outdid me there. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, you gotta even get him. I, I've, he's always been top five for me. Yeah. Um, especially when you get a Holland who just scores goals like it's eating breakfast, man. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let us look at the next three picks from Newcastle. Who do you have? Barnes, Wilson, and uh, that's tough. A mix of Jolinton, Bruno, Miggy, those three can probably all kind of go in the same round. But definitely I would say Wilson and Barnes um, for, for at least the, the next two. Um, you, those, that covers your basically your front three, three of them. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably – you know what? I'd probably put Miggy up there. Um, definitely I think Miggy can go – fifth sixth round um kind of in that same realm of harvey barnes wilson third fourth shalinton bruno miggy in the fifth sixth round okay all right uh what have you got up your sleeve for hidden gem gordon is a good shout for a hidden gem um and then a player like elliot anderson um I definitely think that he, when he plays, he's going to have an impact. Um, and then um, kind of the one that we, we talked about in the first take was going to be a Tonali. Um, um, so that's kind of like a little hidden gem. I probably shouldn't have said that if anybody in the community is going to listen to that. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, If you want, I can release it uh, mid halfway through the season. You yeah, know? So yeah there, you go. there you go. Just one, I'll tell you once I make the trade. And <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, sweet. Um, are there any other picks that you want to suggest or touch on before we move on to the final segment of the pod? Uh, I think the last player from a signing perspective is Tina Livermento from Southampton. Um, pretty good right back. Um, especially going to be in this team. He's got some attacking presence. Uh, that that definitely could be a a little steal. Uh, depending on when it, whenever he gets released, and you know, if Trippier gets hurt, he's going to play every single game. Um, so again, just keep keep an eye out for him. Okay, sounds good. All right. Now, Kendall, how long have you been playing fan tracks, buddy? As long as it's been around, plus three-ish years of Toga. Okay. So You're a veteran. Eight You're years old. veteran. Yeah, old. Shoot, okay. man. Do you have gray hair? No. I, I have no so. hair. experience with uh, trading draft picks uh yes don't like doing it but i will say uh in my league that i'm in right now the, the community league the, the long drafts man i patient so impatient like i'm like trying to trade and move up and get more fabric i'm just like i can't take this in in live drafts i don't trade anything um, these slow drafts, man, it's like, I just want to pick. I just want to pick my team and just get get away with it. I don't, uh, that's probably why I'm bad at it and why I don't like doing it. Um, but uh, I've always been burned on them. Um, I've always been burned on them. That's why I probably don't like doing it. So I don't even want to give advice because people are going to come back and crucify me here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you have any history of making trades with other managers during the season? Yeah, uh, there's one really bad one that sticks out. Um, I think it was like week three, Matt Doherty's fan tracks winning season where he finishes like second overall. I traded him away. Like, and uh, yeah, that, that was bad. That was really bad. Really, really bad. 
<laughs> so so I mean, when you do make these trades, like what what are some of the metrics that you use? Do you look at form fixtures, like history yeah. of performance? Yeah, form uh form fixtures. Uh, one of the things that I actually like in in fan tracks is the splits tab. Splits tab? No, never. Actually. So it gives you uh their historical data from where uh away um like i'm looking at sue checks right now um home away uh day points night points wins losses how they how they fare in wins how they fare in losses uh, and then they give you stats for that season on how they played versus that specific team so for example uh, I'm looking at Suchek right now, and last year uh, he absolutely destroyed games versus Bournemouth, games versus Crystal Palace. Versus Bournemouth, oh. he had two goals, two or uh, two assists. Um, Crystal Palace, he had a goal and an assist in two games. Um, so the, the splits tab, I'd, I'd say keep an eye on, especially if you're going to try to pick a player and you want to go based on you know who they're playing. Um, I do keep an eye on that that type of thing. Um, one of the other ones is, especially when trading, if I want to go and get a good player, because um, my <clears throat> if I'm if I'm higher up on the table, I always try and go and get a better player for what I may have. Um, to get like a really good second. A really good, maybe even third defender or third midfielder, and I may give up two, three assets to try and get that player and then in the opposite realm say i'm sitting around you know seventh eighth and i need really need to get up into like fifth to make the um playoffs right then i'm going and i'm trying to go and give maybe give away one of my top talents to get a better two or three players um, to help my overall team i may be giving up a really good one asset, but gaining two good assets out of it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I mean, I've only done trading once, but I'm, I'm thinking of doing a bit more this season because uh, I think I've got a few assets here and there that I'm unsure and, and assets that I really wanted to um, get. Right. So mm-hmm. let's see how this season unfolds um, because you never know with injuries, you know, form, etc. Like. Uh, it's unpredictable, man. Football yeah. and life. So yeah. I, I All right. think um, yeah. just one last thing on trading. Um, I would suggest trying to make trades. Um, I think there's some stat out there, and I think it has to do more with American football than than this. But uh, you have higher statistic of winning your league if you perform trades. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know why that is and how they do their metrics, but just keep that in mind. Okay. All right, now you're giving so much so much good advice. I've got a draft later tonight as well. <laughs> so do I, man. Oh, Are we in the same excellent. home league? I, I don't know. <laughs> you you've got your home league. No, I've I've got like the DPL com league. I'm like in a oh, league of death. Oh, that's the one I'm in. Wait, what? Yeah, don't tell me we're in the same draft, buddy. No, no, no. Mine's going on right now. What division okay, are okay. you in? Where um, are you? I'm in what I forgot the name of it. Is it the Rafinha Riot or something or that? Huh. Okay. I'm in. I'm in oh, a league with are. like one are. of my co-hosts, two TDS guys, like <laughs> one of the Inside Tracks fan reps. Like I'm gonna die in this league, buddy. Like, <laughs> well, you got Fan Tracks new guy though. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either. That he seems is. like a nice guy, but yeah. I don't know. Hold on one second. I don't think he's very new. I'm pretty sure it's all con, you know. So ah, we'll okay. See. All right. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, what's your experience with playing with Fab, though, Kendall? Uh, I think one year. Um, I did it. I, I don't like it. I try to just get rid of his fast spot. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just want to. What are, what are savings? Like, who cares yeah, about planning no, for the future, yeah. you know? Um, or t- or this is where kind of going back to the tradings, man. Trade down if nobody else is traded in the draft. Trade down and for like fab. Trade. Yeah. Four slots fair. down, five slots down, because they love 
the waiver, but they lock the pool. So what, United just signed that one player? I don't know. It's, I don't even know. If they think he's Holland, but it's not even sound. Sounds the same, not spelled the same. Doesn't even look the same. But they think he's going to be the same. You may want to go and spot guy. Um, but yeah, it's either save, save a lot of it up or just get rid of all of it. All right. All right. Sounds good. Um, no, what about, uh, so it's interesting. I, uh, I did the Nottingham Forest pod, um, and I had like the notes by low sell high in my, in the script or whatever. And I didn't even think of it, of this as a discussion, um, point, but, or angle, let's say, to, to kind of talk about Newcastle assets. But if there were Newcastle assets that you would sell high, which one would you sell high? Hmm. It's a thinker, isn't it? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Maybe Callum Wilson is, like, for example, yeah. is what I would think of. Because injuries and, you know, if he starts the season well, you can probably get someone a bit mm-hmm. more dependable. No, yeah, I I would say that, especially because of rotation. Um, probably a Miggy. I would try to sell high if he goes on that you know, purple patch run that he had last year. Mm. You know, um, yeah, I would probably say something like that. I wouldn't say there's not a lot of sell high players on the team. There's more the opposite. Buy lows. I think there's a lot. Would you buy low? Uh, from Newcastle, I, I would like I kind of mentioned earlier. Like I would go and get it. I would go and try to find a Tonali, like October, November, something like okay. that. Um, yeah, um, maybe a Gordon, um, an Elliot Anderson. You probably get him on waivers, but yeah, I would so something around the lines of that. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so I I think we. C- Kind of did touch on your best and worst trades of your career so far. Yeah, yeah. Let's go back. You don't want to rehash <laughs> no. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not. All right, all right, all right. Um, okay. So now that you're a vet and all that, uh, what are some of the lessons you've learned over the previous seasons that you're taking into this season um, that you can share with the community? Uh, the biggest one, I'd say, for those um, that are living in North America, just make sure you set alarms. Um, 7 a.m. comes quite early on Saturdays. <laughs> uh, yeah, especially when you've had a heavy Friday yes, night. Yes, you know? yeah, exactly. Uh, set alarm, set alarm, set alarm. You don't want to miss out on you know certain, not even just picking up waivers, but having just swapping out subs. Um, you know, players that may not start or whatever. Um, that's probably the biggest one is just waking up early. Um, other than that, I would say just be patient. Don't get too caught up in one player's um, form over week one, week two, week three. Kind of see how it plays out. Uh, Don't go trade the best player in fantasy after two games at the beginning of the season. No idea what could happen. Um, Learn from your mistakes. For some reason, when you said don't chase, don't chase um, waterfalls played in my head. I don't know why. And I was trying to put like a Jordy spin on it, but I don't know. We might have to come back with that uh, mid-season. Oh, I'll think I, I'll, Yeah, I'll get you to like, like write some lyrics and uh, we'll, we'll drop some tunes there we go. mid-season. All right. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, those are the picks. That's the pod. That's all we had planned. Kendall, thank you, my man, for taking time yeah. on your schedule again to do this. Oh, of course, man. <laughs> Glad we were able to do it um, for for real. Um, and yeah. Sorry, it it, uh, it took so so long to get back to this. You know. Hey. What? There we go. No. Ah, uh, that sound. I have a PTO in my work I mean that champion that Champions League batch suits your kit so oh, well, I it, know, you know? Man, I know. It's, it's your beautiful. colors, so it's, it's just a matter colors. of time until Yeah, exactly. I, I like sitting here doing like draw the whole time, like we were we were talking to each other like uh, Yeah. When does the oh, when does even, the draw come out? 
I have no idea. You know why? Because I don't care. I'm not uh, in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I true. genuinely don't know. I think I think it's in like uh, a few weeks, maybe four or five weeks or something like that. It won't be for a while. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, we can check it real quick. Champions League draw. On, I mean, we, prob- we, we, we probably also should cut the pod. I'm pretty sure the listeners don't care, but... Um, all right i mean <laughs> <laughs> no you're right you're no but you're... but but again yeah thank you so much for your time man congratulations ah, on such a successful season last season thank um you. yeah looking forward to your progress this season and we'll bring you back on the pod get some updates see your champions league going as well yep um if you're down for champions league fantasy i mean your team's in it you might as well play it you know so, i didn't even know they had it I've never been well, in it, buddy, so now uh, I'm doing I'm it. I'm going to pull you in. I'm going to pull you in. Brain, exactly. Please do. Please uh, do. All right, listeners. Thanks again for tuning in for another Inside Tracks episode. Um, we're almost at the end. Don't worry. Yes, Kendall cannot <laughs> stop most of our Champions League. I fucking love it. But yeah, uh, stay tuned. Um, yeah, I, I don't know which one's the next episode is going to be. Um, it's someone. It's someone. Don't it's worry. Not, it's going to be good content. They are in the Champions League, though. They, yeah, they're definitely on Champions League <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, stay tuned and we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace!